thinking about your next career move in research and development? Then it's time to make your move to the UK. The nation that's investing £20 billion in R&D over the next two years. The nation that's home to four of the world's top research universities. The nation where great talent comes together. Visit gov.uk forward slash great talent to see how you can work, live and move to the UK. Question of the week from the Naked Scientists. Hello and welcome to Question of the Week from the Naked Scientists with me, Hannah Critchlow. This week, we cast our eyes to the skyline to try to answer a question that Eugenie Podolsky wrote in with. So I'm just wondering, how high could a mountain on Earth be? The Olympus volcano on Mars is about 20 kilometres high. But could a peak on Earth ever reach this height? And if not, why? So how do mountains form and what's to stop them reaching further up into the sky? My name is Nicky White and I'm a geologist who works at the Department of Earth Sciences in the University of Cambridge. Okay, it's uh, well known that the Himalayas are amongst the highest mountains on Earth with Mount Everest peaking at just over eight kilometres. And an important question is why on Earth do you not get mountains that are higher than that? And the main reason is that there are two things fighting against each other when you make mountains. First of all, you have the plate forces. So for the Himalayas, India is colliding with the European, the Eurasian plate, and forcing the crust to become thicker, which pushes the Himalayas up in the air. But something else is going on that's often not talked much about, which is that mountains eventually tend to fall down just through their own weight. And the the important concept here is something called viscosity, which, if you like, is the runniness of the rock that's inside the the, the mountains. Uh, A useful analogy is something like syrup. So if you imagined that you created the Himalayas out of syrup, I think it would be easy to see that as soon as you start pushing the mountain up in the air, it also starts to fall down because the syrup will uh, flow out sideways. And it's just the same in the earth. So rocks are not quite as runny as syrup, but they still have a certain ability to flow. So it means when you build a very large mountain chain, as soon as you start to reach a certain height, it will begin to fall down under its own weight. So the Himalayan chain is actually beginning to squirt out sideways, mostly towards China, um, which means we're probably at the limit of, of the maximum possible elevation achievable on Earth. On other planets, such as Venus and Mars, the viscosity of the rocks may be different, which is why you can achieve higher mountains. And that, in a nutshell, is the answer. Thanks, Nikki. So mountains fall down due to their own weight, and the height at which they start to fall is due to how runny the material is that they're made up from. There's actually a number called the Argon number, which is essentially the weight of the mountain divided by its runniness, and this helps us to know how high a mountain can grow. Everest is just about at its max. We now turn our pondering eyes inwards as we try to tackle our next question. Hello, my name is Klaus, I'm from Sweden. What is the physiology behind emotional breakdown? Everybody has had the feeling in traumatic situations of getting all choked up. 
voice breaking and tears welling up. What is happening in our bodies during such occurrences? So what is going on in our bodies and brains during an emotional breakdown? Send your thoughts to studio at thenakedscientists.com. You can tweet at Naked Scientists. You can write on our Facebook page or you can join in the live debate on our forum, which is at nakedscientists.com slash forum. The Naked Scientists Question of the Week, brought to you in association with the How to Wisman Foundation, supporting science and education from Alpha to Omega. Thinking about your next career move in research and development? Then it's time to make your move to the UK. The nation that's investing £20 billion in R&D over the next two years. The nation that's home to four of the world's top research universities. The nation where great talent comes together. Visit gov.uk forward slash great talent to see how you can work, live and move to the UK.